What up, homies? Season uh, three, episode nine. Today we're going to be really focusing on how to title videos. And again, a lot of this is changing because there's more and more people doing it, more and more agents, and some of these titles are getting redundant. And for some of you, you've been shooting videos now for six months to a year to two years to three years. And, you know, do I just keep doing these same titles? So we're going to be kind of focusing on that. I ran down this rabbit hole. It was another aspect of why my, you know, well, a lot of the channels, but the Houston channel really started to dip and dive downward and how we had to hit it with the old defibrillator, whatever you call that thing. And uh, recharge it. So, a lot of it has to do with these new titles that I'm doing, and that's kind of where the question comes today. So, the question comes from Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. Hey, Jackson, I absolutely love listening to your walk and talks. I know you are looking for questions, so here's a few. Yes, you guys actually gave me quite a few, but don't stop because all of a sudden I'll get a burst and then it dies down. So, then I stop shooting podcasts. So, keep them coming. Um, and the only thing I'll do is increase frequency of doing these info at jacksonwilkie.com. So I'm having trouble coming up with the best titles for vlogs. I know we are supposed to focus on more searchable terms like big city versus neighborhood, uh, we're in, but how to know, you know, what other words, what order caps or no caps, all of it other than using living in big city. And then there's a second part of the question. How do you determine when to change thumbnail and titles on the videos that kind of, that kind of flopped to improve them? So what we're going to focus on is those titles right out of the gate. And this is something that I will start by saying, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I've had a lot of conversations with people and I definitely talked about this on the webinar. When I, you know, when I started doing this stuff, it's, it's over four years, like almost five years ago. You have to realize there was, there was zero videos like what I was doing, you know? And so when you think about that, Beaverton or, and I'm like a deep thinker, you know, I go crazy. Um, like, and I always use Beaverton, Oregon, cause I'll never forget searching that and just seeing at the time, 37,000 searches a month on Google and then 300 and you know 90,000 searches on YouTube and i remember looking at the videos and i'll again i'll like i'll never forget this stuff i had one video on there that was about it was a vertical cell phone video of the Beaverton farmers market and i think that was the top ranking video at the time don't worry i'll, I'll answer your question but you have to let me let me dig here so there wasn't really anything else. There was, I remember there was a Nike video of the Beaverton, you know, cause that's where the Nike world headquarters was. And the rest was, I mean, trash, just random Beaverton videos, maybe like high school kid with who did a Beaverton vlog. You know what I mean? It, it was that I remember like these one kids were in the Beaverton candy store or something. All of that to say when I did, living in Beaverton, Oregon, right? And then you ask later on the questions like caps, no caps. The reason I started putting everything you need to know, that that was an adaptation. That was me starting to get better and better at YouTube. And whenever I put 
I started doing these videos and people were like, man, I love your videos. You actually show us like everything that we need to know about the area instead of just real estate. And, and I'm just like, everything you need to know. So I started putting that in the title, like living in Beaverton, Oregon. And then in brackets, I, I would do capitalized everything you need to know. And for anybody thinking about moving to Beaverton, Oregon, is that like the most money title ever, right? Well, now there's a lot of those, right? I mean, I have alone, I have three different agents and teams that are, you know, partnered with me at eXp and I've helped them create their own YouTube channels in my own markets. Yes, I do that. And and they've got the same, you know, and so we're kind of competing right there for who's going to shoot the best video. And I don't live there anymore. So I, what, what have I always said? You know, king of the vlogs, king of the city. I, I truly feel that I can go into most of these markets, especially in Houston now because I live here. And I'm going to shoot. Now I do kind of a combination vlog. Like I had to get better because just the vlog, there's a lot of those. And I have those. What can I do to get better, right? And now what can I do to get clicked more? So yeah, I know it's a lot. And, and I feel like sometimes you guys probably have, you listen to this and like, oh, I'm just miles behind and, and we're, I get it, but you have to realize that I'm entrenched in this stuff every day and, and I study it and I watch what happens. And when I release a video, I'm, I'm seeing what happens with it. I'm monitoring the comments. I'm looking at retention graphs and I, I was forced to do that because I was getting my ass kicked every day. My, my channels were diving. And so analytics tell me everything, right? You know, these digital marketers and people who sell stuff and they just talk about how many views they get. Like at the end of the day, you can look at my channel and be like, oh my God, 18,800. So it's the best. Well, if you look at the channel at the end of last year, it wasn't the best. I was getting my ass kicked and I had to admit that. How, how do I revive it? Right, and it came down to these these different titles that I'm doing. Um, it came down to the different style of videos. And whereas four years ago, when I was doing a cost of living of Beaverton, Oregon, a pros and cons of Beaverton, and a full vlog tour of Beaverton, I went one, two, three, and I stayed there for a while. Right, I was dominating the search, and and it worked, and it worked for years until it didn't, until somebody else came, and, and I could, and I still do, just do the same title and try and make the better video, or I can start doing some wordplay and and really get people to click, And because my whole goal now is like, okay, my competitors started coming in, taking my course, having a living in channel, and, and kicking my butt, and what did I say? Oh, my, my shit's better than them. I can't believe, why is their video up? ranking mine. What's going on? I'm better than them. Nope. I wasn't. The data and YouTube told me, nope, you're not better. That They're better. So I knew I had to leverage the keywords in a way with a title to get them to click on mine over the other people. And then now I have to rely on video performance. Does that make sense? And this is why I do see new agents with new channels coming in and kind of just dominating because well I'm about to do YouTube 2.0 um, next level so look for that 
and I'm going to take one of the, if not the most successful real estate YouTube channel, and I'm going to just tear it apart, and we're going to revive it, because it died too, and it's not one of mine. It's and and this is kind of the path that we we got to take because a lot of other n- newer and I'm not saying newer agents. It could be an agent who's seasoned 20 years, but they're coming in with new fresh content. They now have thousands of real estate agent videos that they've seen that they can adapt and go. Oh wow, those those videos are. I'm going to just do that. And it's better than the stuff that's been out there for three to four years. And then those channels start to dip. It's crazy, right? So, I don't know. Kind of makes the hair of my understand. Like, I just, it's it's crazy how this is evolving now. You know, it's I'm a big sports junkie. And people, you know, I, I love all these talks. And LeBron, these guys couldn't play in the 80s. It's too tough for them. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are, like... Are you being serious? Kobe, LeBron not being able to play in the 80s. They would win 15 championships. It wouldn't even be close. The talent that's in the NBA or the NFL nowadays compared to 30, 40 years ago is insanity. Right? And that's kind of what the YouTube world is. It's like, okay, the talent is getting better and better. Right? Before... You know, and I coached a lot of the early agents who, who started the very, very, very first people who took my course three plus, four plus years ago. They're the ones who just started doing these videos in their markets and they were big markets and, and they just killed it. I mean, it was just, it was like shooting fish in a barrel with a bazooka, but now it's getting a little more difficult. So when you ask like, and, and I love this question, this is why you guys need to ask me anything because she's just talking about the titles but I'm gonna give you some real in-depth on this stuff, right? And wait till you hear my audiobook. It's coming. It's gonna be just like this. There is a phone in the road. Um, I'm gonna go get that. I'm gonna put you guys on pause. Somebody's missing a phone. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. Holy shit, that was weird. So I see this random phone out in the middle of the intersection and I'm like, well, somebody's missing an iPhone. So I go and grab it, and it's on 911. They're like, is this an emergency? And I'm like, no, I just found a phone <laughs> laying in the middle of the intersection. They're like, I'm like, I don't know. It must have fallen off of someone's car. And I pick it up, and well, obviously 911's on there. And so like, okay, have a good day. So I turn it off, and it's like calling all the emergency contacts. Of this, so I stop that. And I'm, I'm walking to get in my car and this girl pulls up. She's like, did you just find a phone? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh, I saw you pulled over and I'm like, he had to have found it. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. And I'm like, yeah, it's all good. I found it right there in the intersection. It was calling 911 and all your emergency contacts. So you might want to tell them that you're okay. Anyways, that was funny. Um, I don't really remember where I left off, but I know it had to do with titles. Don't worry, I'm not getting a wreck. And and the caps and no caps. So what I started doing, because I, I noticed like, you know, the Woodlands, Texas, the, some of these markets that I had gone in and dominated early and quick and made the best videos and they were falling out of ranking. And I remember being ticked about that. So I would try another like pros and cons video. And I just couldn't pop it. And I'm like, all right, I got to go back out there. 
and I got to use the Woodlands, Texas, but I like, I got to do something different, you know, and I don't want you guys to have to do this or steal this title because it may not work, but I want to just tell you where my mind was, right? So I did the Woodlands, Texas. That's the start of the video. So I'm nailing the keyword right there. They get to see that, that at least brings them in. And the next two words are in full cap, side effect, right? So the Woodlands, Texas side effect. So immediately they're seeing the Woodlands, Texas and this bold side effect, something negative, right? Like, whoa, whoa. Okay, that's going to stop them of being the number one place to live in America, right? So it's just a very strong, and it's it was ranked the number one place to live in America. What I'm trying to do nowadays with titles is leverage the keyword and then put something in there that gets them to just like click, click, right? And and, and that's what I'm doing. And, and this video, and then it's got to perform. And then I split test two thumbnails. I, I, I did two of them. One was with me and actually one of them was with Joe. And the one with Joe I made was, it just dominated. It's crazy. And if you look at that thumbnail, it says nothing for sale. And I put a for sale sign in a yard and it says pending. And we're, and then I we're in his car. I removed the background of everything. So the, the car, the car seat and the little cross arm part that, that holds the window of, of a vehicle and, and Joe's steering wheel, that's all his car, him holding his phone. That's him. Though what you could see out of his window before it was really bright, it was distorted. So I, I erased behind the window and the and the windshield, and I put a massive, like beautiful Texas home back there. So multiple layers of a thumbnail, right? And then I I, I just went to Google and I typed in for sale sign, house for sale sign, and I found one. And I put that in the yard. And then I I went to Google and I typed in pending sign, and I found a red bright red pending sign and I screenshot that and I removed the background right and I and I put that over the sign and in the <clears throat> in the yard and then I just wrote nothing for sale. So if you were to look at this the thumbnail may not get you right away. Nothing for sale guy in a car what? Like okay. What is what is YouTube nowadays, right? When we see Mr. Beast and all these top YouTubers, the, the thumbnails are insane. Bright colors, they pop, rainbows, colors, tongue out, island, yachts. I've tried those. They don't work for our stuff. His audience is, is beanie boppers. Oops. Audience is high school kids. That's what they like. When I tried doing those for my channels, 1%, 2% click-through rate. This is why top YouTubers will never be able to teach you how to grow a real estate YouTube channel because what works for them doesn't work for us. What works for us won't work for them. I can't go teach. Well, I can teach you how to run an NBA channel because I dominated that shit, homies. But when it comes to these, I'm learning more and more that my title has a lot to do with that click-through rate. The other aspect of that is that you tie them together. So if the title is the most important, I need to have a badass title that gets them to click. But then when they glance over and it says, The Woodlands, Texas. The Woodlands, Texas side effect of being the number one place to live in America. And then you look at the thumbnail, nothing for sale and pending. You're like, oh my God, what? Like That worked. And that, that thumbnail worked 
at like 2.2% better click-through rate than the one I made from with me in it that I thought was amazing, right? But data always tells you. I thought mine was better, but I thought, man, maybe this one with Joe, maybe throwing Joe in there will help, maybe this pending, and it did, right? Data don't lie. And when you're getting thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of impressions right away, since I've created these new videos that that, that YouTube is loving, that the, the audience is loving, they're getting sometimes 30, 40, 50,000 impressions in the first like seven to eight days. I got to nail that, that title and thumbnail. So that goes to when are you changing? I'm just watching every day. When, when you do a split test, you don't get data. I always release my videos on Saturday mornings. And I've trained my audience. I could probably release them Tuesday afternoon, but Saturday mornings is, is what I've found is the best. And and people are showing up. They're setting their calendar. I'm talking about it. We'll see you on our Saturday morning show, right? And I've created this urgency. So I'm studying it, watching it. The first few hours, if I can, if, if kids don't have stuff, every comment that comes in, I'm commenting right back and trying to get them to comment. Like I'm I'm really trying to fire up that engagement. In my videos recently, I've added a lot of like, hey, make sure you vote on which house you like best, A, B, or C. You know, hey, tell me where you're coming from. Oh my God, I'm coming from here, 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 here. No, and, and I'll comment right back. No way, that there, we have other people coming from there. What, what makes you come to Houston? Oh, I'm coming because, you know, I just fire that engagement up, right? So I'm really putting a lot of effort into that. And I'm getting, you know, in the first, uh, you know, when you run your dashboard, first, you know, day, two days, three days, you're trying to get that one out of 10, at least, you know, top three, four out of 10, you know, you're doing good. And they'll do some flip flop and it may start one and they'll drop to five or it may start at four or five and then jump up to two or three or one, you know, but that's kind of where I want to be. And then I'll, I'll release a video and it's only eight or nine out of 10. I'll, I, I ain't doing that again. Right. So I'm going to monitor it. I don't get my data, typically my retention graph until about Wednesday. And that's when I'll start studying what I did in that video, what didn't work. So when me and Joe go out and shoot the next video, I'm going to eliminate and I'm going to add, right? I'm going to eliminate the dips and I'm going to add the spikes. And that's how I learned this video that's kind of going mini viral for my right now. And it has to do with an actual just house tour, but it's not a real estate house tour, right? And it has... One of the most clickable titles, the the, th- the click-through rate was crazy, but I learned in that Woodlands video that my retention of a certain area in that video was uh, that I gained a 56% retention rate. That means I wasn't losing it and I gained 56%. That's incredible. So I had to take that and I wanted to start my video with that to, to stop that plummet of the video right away. And it worked. And that video now is is starting to pick up anywhere from 300 to 600 views a day. And those are the ones that, you know, within a month or two, it could be 30,000, you know, 50,000, eight, but they're getting suggested and recommended like crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. So I learned from those things. That also tells me there's parts in there that I can go into the editor all while the video is running and I can cut out little pieces that, hey, I don't really need that in there and I'm, I'm a ton of people are dropping off. I'm just going to edit that piece out of the video right now, okay? As soon as I release it, within the first you know hour or two, it's going to show up on your dashboard and it's going to give you a click-through rate. I love getting my click-through rates to start out at least 10%. If not higher, like the one I released Saturday was, it started out at 
it was crushing. Now it's down to about 8%, which is amazing with the amount of impressions that I get. You know, this isn't, these are videos now that are getting like 30 views out of the gate. They're getting thousands, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, and they're getting 30 to 50,000 impressions. So I've really started to critique these. Now, if out of the gate, that video is only getting a 4%, 6% click through rate, it's title, it's thumb, and I'm, gonna, I'm tweaking, 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 right? I did a video I think I released like a month and a half ago, and I've already changed the thumbnail probably 15 times. I'm trying, and I'm, I'm, I just tweaked the title last night. I'm just trying, and it's, it's a great performing video, but I look at the average view duration retention rate on that thing. It's the best video I have, and I cannot figure out for the life of me why it's not going crazy. So I had a few theories. It is what it is. So that's really what it is, guys. It's it's, and, and and you might hear that, and it's like, well, that's too much, right? Then focus on shooting a video, and at some point, maybe three to five days later, block an hour out. That way, you have your data, and look at the retention graph, look at the average view duration, look at the click through rates, and you will just start seeing and noticing patterns, right? Watch your retention graph and the, and the areas that <clears throat> you kept people's attention. Um, you didn't have massive drop-offs. Maybe you had some spikes. See what those are. Start your next video with that. Okay? Take your time with this stuff. I'll just throw it out there now too. I, after doing the last webinar and what we kind of presented to people, it wasn't a big hit. It flopped. I'll be brutally honest. And I think it was because it was outside of the realm of just YouTube for real estate. We were trying to add, I thought everybody wanted all this extra stuff. And what I'm learning is that's just too much. So we're probably going to can that, right? Retention graph. The <laughs> retention graph was pure spike down. And we're probably going to release something to where it's just straight up this kind of coaching. Studying these graphs together, you know, weekly calls make you the best of the best. It'll be a premium, but you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Email me with questions about it or whatever. Send me your questions for this podcast. I appreciate your question today, and I know I didn't get to the second part of that. <clears throat> oh, actually, I did. How do you determine when to change the thumbnail? Yeah. If you want more of these, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss anything. Please go down and leave me a review and, or write a review and, and, and rate this podcast. If you haven't yet, go check out the Billion Dollar Channel Method. I have the written version book done. You can order it on Amazon and mail the hard book uh, cover. To, you know, it's hard book cover, hard cover book, whatever you want to call it, to yourself. And then the audio versions. It's two completely separate books. So you're going to want both of them. I appreciate you, homies. Have an awesome day. Until the next Walk and Talk, we'll catch you later.